The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. This is the Alpha Sessions. I'm Emma and I'm here with Lauren Collins. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming down. Thanks. Um, so you are from New Zealand. Yes. You've made the big step, very large geographical step, um, to London. Um, you've pretty much just stepped off a plane. Yeah, pretty much. I've only been here for uh, in London for a few weeks and just getting stuck into the open mics and playing music where I can straight away. So did you come over here from a musical perspective or just from a kind of I want to see what London's like perspective? A little bit of both. Yeah. I was already coming here for a family holiday, but when we booked it, I just was like, let's just book a one-way flight for me because I've been wanting to take the plunge and do music here for a few years now, but I was always a bit scared to do it. But okay. I thought now is a good time. So <laughs> any um, obvious contrast so far between the uh, New Zealand music industry versus the London music industry? Mm, yeah, there's a lot. Well, obviously, there's so many more people here. So there's way more musicians and way more opportunity to play. Um, yeah, but there's a lot more, I guess, unique styles here. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of already know um, a few people up and coming in the New Zealand music scene, whereas here I think there's so many hidden talents. So it's really amazing that you can just go to any night and you just see someone blow you away on stage. I guess that's probably the main difference I've seen so far. We were chatting a little bit off air about how there's so many more nights here mm. um, to go and see live music than there are in New Zealand. Yeah, definitely. It's In New Zealand, I think Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays are probably your prime, prime nights to go out. And yeah. even then, there's a lot of venues like bars that I think would be great to have live music, but they just don't really have the audience or the scene to do it. What, because there aren't enough people or because people don't know about it? I think a, a bit of both because there, there aren't enough people. Even though Auckland is kind of the biggest city, most populated city in New yeah. Zealand, I think there's not enough people to fill up every venue. Um, and, yeah, I think also the fact that there's it's hard to promote as well, whereas London is not just full of, um, like, workers, but it's also full of tourists. So yeah. there's they've got enough people to come along and be interested in those kind of events. Yeah. So have you always done music stuff? Yeah, I've always been into music. Uh, I've wanted to sing as long as I've been able to think. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, neither Were of my parents Were you that four-year-old singer? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, I think the older you get... Um, the harder it is to be confident. I don't know why, because when you're a kid, you just you just go out and you just perform anywhere you can. So that yeah. was definitely me, for sure. I read something online today that um, you want to be that musician that's the same as that four-year-old that's wearing a Batman t-shirt with pride. Yeah. So when you were back in New Zealand, you played with a band also? Uh, I played in bands at school. Okay. Um, for the last like year and a half, I've been doing the whole solo singer-songwriter thing. Yeah. But at school, I loved like singing for the big bands, jazz combos. Nice. I also did choir as well. So yeah, I love playing in different groups. So what made you want to kind of go solo as opposed to not stick with a group? Uh, I think because when I left school, everyone was kind of going in different directions. Okay, so and logistically. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, and also I really like writing, you know, that whole singer-songwriter acoustic vibes. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to figure out what it was like to stand on your own and really support yourself. Because I always did that um, when I first started high school and then the bands kind of took over a little bit. Okay. So I wanted to challenge myself. I guess that's a short answer. 
So you're here in London on your own? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> is it not really scary? Yeah, it's very intimidating. Um, but I kind of like <laughs> being scared. Petrified. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, in life, it's really good to scare yourself a little bit, to do things that <laughs> okay. like frighten you, because yeah. that means that you're challenging yourself. And I just want to immerse myself in the music life. So I feel like this is the best way to do it. Just there's no other option. <laughs> Um, and is it giving you lots of songwriting inspo? Definitely. Yeah. The emotions have been all over the place, to be honest. Sometimes I feel really elated and so happy to be here. And then sometimes I'm just like, oh, I want to go home. I'm scared. Uh, which does definitely bring out kind of that more emotional side of of songwriting like writing lyrics um i've i think i've written four songs since i've been here wow um maybe next ep next album you never know Mm. uh but yeah definitely inspiring i think traveling is a really good opportunity for songwriting have you had to set up a different um songwriting kind of zone now that you're in london yeah well i think because songwriting is a very vulnerable um, place to be so sometimes it's hard to write songs when you're in a foreign place or somewhere unfamiliar and because I'm obviously not in my own home which is where I normally write um, it has definitely taken a little bit of adjustment but I think maybe that'll bring out a different style of, of writing which I'm looking forward to hopefully trying to branch out a little bit from where I am at the moment yeah so tell me about the song I Hate Love I actually wrote that, uh, I started writing it at night. So I was lying in bed trying to sleep. And I find that that's when a lot of lyrics come to me. I don't know why, it's just my mind's going crazy. And that's why the first line is, I hate love sometimes, it makes my mind go crazy in the darkness of the night. Because I was trying to sleep and and all the lyrics were flowing out. So I just grabbed my phone, wrote all of them down. And then the next day I went, I need to work on that. And then I just ended up writing the song bang out in one go. Um, yeah, that's how that, that song came about. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy, it's a pretty weird story. Um, but yeah, I always find that my inspiration comes at really annoying times. Like four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. When I'm trying to sleep or like sometimes when I'm walking my dog and <laughs> I get my phone out and I voice memo it and I sing into my phone. But sometimes when there's other people walking around the park, it's a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> In the darkness of the night I hate love sometimes It'll change the way you see the world And how you live your life You don't always feel like mine Sometimes our love gets lost Every time I look in your eyes, I fall. And I want you to know that when I leave the stage and my mind goes tired, you're the one I want to be beside. And when I lose 
myself and my fires burned out you're the one who casts away the Sometimes I can't think straight And I question every decision that I make But I am lucky to feel this way To have the connection that we do It's hard to believe you're mine I hold on to every moment I'm left without you We're two hearts passing time And when I look in your eyes I know That when I leave the stage And my mind grows tired You're the one I want to be when I lose myself and my fire's gone out You're the one I'm longing for, searching for And maybe I love you too much oh, Baby, yeah, I feel your touch Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. So you've recently released an EP. Yes. Um, and you didn't sort of do it whilst you were staying in one place. You no, did it I didn't. whilst you were away. Yeah, well... Which is crazy. Yeah, it was a bit crazy. <laughs> it was kind of last minute. I'd been recording it for about six months. Cool. My brother studies music at Auckland Uni. He oh, studies man. composition. So he helped me record it. And uh, we kind of were coming down to crunch time before we had to leave. So we managed to get in the studio and finish recording everything. But when we were in Dubai um, on our holiday before we got here, that's when we kind of sent, sent all the tracks off to be released. And was that intense? Or? I wanted to release it before we left. Okay. Um, I thought maybe I could do a release party or something. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, crunch ran time, time, ran out of time. But it was kind of, it's kind of a story. Sweet. And I just wanted to make sure that I had it released before I got to the UK. Because I really wanted to say to people, you know, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music. Yeah. Please listen to my stuff. And it's a good way to, to share, really. Share my sound, if you will. So talk us through that process. Were the songs sort of like ready and written? Or did you write them specially for the EP? Or? Uh... They were kind of 
uh, over, I guess, a two-year period of, okay. of writing. Yeah. So uh, uh, the first song that I wrote, I thought it was Choices, but it actually wasn't. It was No Youth. That was the first track that I wrote for it. And I wrote that after I came back from some travels in America mm-hmm. and about, like, meeting um, different people there. There were people from all over the world. I yeah. worked at a camp. Oh, nice. Um, and then, yeah, as I, as I started writing more, I realized that I really wanted to release, uh, like, a, a set of tracks. And then the that writing kind of came from there and so in the song I Hate Love I mentioned the words passing time in that in that track and that's how I came like I wanted the EP to be called Passing Time so it's called Passing Time yes that's okay. the name of the EP amazing and we can find that on Apple Music Spotify and all the other kind of yeah things. just general like streaming sites yeah awesome we'll go through at the end um, different ways for people to find you yeah absolutely well. cool um, so in terms of like songwriting process um, are there particular things that inspire you that you go to every time or is it very much like a per experience thing? I think, I mean, obviously every artist is different, yeah. but for me, it, I think my favourite songs that I've written come from an experience and like, for example, Choices, I wrote that song in one hour. I just kind of was That's so mental. inspired, sat there and just went, I don't know like that's the, that's the only way I can it just like flows through you okay. if, if that makes sense so what comes first the lyrics or the melody mm, it, it, it's definitely subject you know it, it depends yeah. um, but f- for me I think what I'll do is I'll kind of play a little guitar riff or like some chords or something and I'll just sing over that that chord progression over and over again until I kind of land on a melody that I really like and then sometimes the melody and the lyrics will come at the same time. Sometimes the melody will come first and I'll add lyrics that I think go in. So, yeah, but I think a lot of the time, because I'm a singer, the melody is the most important part to me rather than the guitar. Okay, yeah, yeah. understood. Mm. Um, And if we were to check out your uh, online streaming service, whatever that be, what kind of artists would we find on there? Ooh, your favorite that artists. I listen to? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, when I was a kid, I always loved like Beyonce and Pink and those kind of artists because okay. I just loved that whole like pop star image. Yeah. Um, now, uh, an artist that I really like is Ben Howard. Yes. Uh, that like acoustic. He's, I mean, his guitaring is amazing. Um, but yeah, you'd probably find that on there. I do like a little bit of John Mayer every now cool. and then. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of male artists, actually. Ed Sheeran is obviously like, an idol of mine because of the fact that he does stand on his own, you know, and that's what I was kind of aiming to do with the whole solo thing. Would you ever want to kind of jump on the loop pedal bandwagon? Oh, well, I do have a loop (laughs) pedal. Oh, yeah. um, But I've always been too scared to play with it live. Oh, really? Um, I mean, I think that's just a mental thing. But uh, I think I am a bit self-critical in, like, my... Um, technique so okay. it's one of those things where I'd want to get really good at it before yeah. playing with it but definitely I, I love the sound of the loop pedal yeah, and it, it makes it good. sound so full yeah, yeah. nice yeah, I love um, that. so you also started busking yes what was that like um, busking here is is intimidating there's a lot <laughs> of uh, competition for one and okay. like you don't want to tread on the toes of the locals that are already here yeah so okay. I've only been busking once so far and I've and it took me a while to kind of get the gear because I couldn't bring all of my gear over from New Zealand yeah but I've just been kind of networking talking to the musicians about where are good spots where you're not going to get in the way yeah and the fact that there's quite a lot of changing laws happening at the moment around busking oh really yeah they've I didn't know that. they've got this um public space protection orders thing going on i actually went to um 
this is like a little bit of a plug, but I went to an event yesterday for Keep Streets Live and they were talking about buskers' rights because um, the public space protection orders um, are preventing live entertainment on the streets at the moment. Wow, and it's why? a crim- it's a criminal offence if you um, are in a place where there's a PSPO. So, That's mad. Yeah, it's pretty intense because it means that you could have a criminal conviction on your record. Um, yeah, it's pretty intense. But... Yeah, I've just been trying to network, figure out what spots that I can really go to. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping to kind of busk more central and see how I go. I think it's a good way to get your name out there, you know? 100%. We've had quite a few artists on the show that have sort of um, become more and more well-known because of busking. So, Mm. like, definitely I would thoroughly recommend. But I also think it could be quite scary because um, London is quite famous for people not stopping. Like not stopping to watch, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like not stopping to watch. Or Everyone's on the way to if work. If you're stuck, yeah, exactly. There's that whole commuter <laughs> mentality. And in my head, I've never been to New Zealand, but I've got this like image in my head of everyone being really nice and friendly and really chill. So to go from like yeah. that vibe to this kind of can't stop, I've really got to go, must be quite a massive contrast. Yeah, it is definitely. At uh, at home, I play at a lot of markets. Yeah. So where you know they have like food and people like sit and relax, and there's lots of kids and they actually sit and they listen to you. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely a very big difference um but also i'm used to kind of trying to make every performance uh the same you know you've got to have that energy even when people aren't maybe looking because you never know who might walk past yeah of course and also you know there might just be one person watching you and you just got to perform to them you know give them everything um like we had an artist uh called hattie briggs Mm. um who was on the show and she basically was busking and got spotted by alfie bay and then went on tour with him and supported him which is that's amazing just from busking so yeah you never know anything could happen (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) Um, What about your song, Simple? Simple. I wrote that as kind of a song to myself. Okay. Uh, I think in this industry, it's really easy to be hard on yourself. And like I was saying, there's a... a, Well, it's easy for your emotions to go up and down, you know? Um, So I wanted to kind of prove to myself or write it as a reminder to be grateful for what I've done, where I am at the moment, what I've achieved. Um, And even though I have big goals and places I want to go, that doesn't uh, mean that what I've done so far isn't worthy. Absolutely. If that makes sense. And uh, yeah, it's, I find that I'm very critical of myself. So every time I sing that song, I remind myself to take it easy and just, you know, you're going to be more effective and you're going to get more of the things that you want if you look after yourself. Yeah. Mm. That's where that song comes That's from. And I good hope, advice. Yeah, I hope that people can relate to it. You 100%. know, find a lyric that they that they relate to in there. Yeah. Take it easy now. Life is full of ups and downs, don't put the pressure on now. Everybody has the same amount of time in a day. Push that stress away. And with so many distractions, it's hard to know what to focus on, when to take action. So reevaluate and concentrate on yourself. And the ones you love Yeah, it's that simple 
you're now worrying when all you do is lose the life you're living and why not say what you mean be authentic to the you you want to be understand everyone's on a journey and that's how we grow and make good company don't isolate yourself in your thoughts we all have bad days even if we don't say it oh appreciate what you have and where you're at do what you love and be kind it's that simple It's that simple Take it easy now Friends will come and go Doesn't mean you're not worthy of a hand to hold And be conscious of what you focus on And honest when you've spent your time wrong There are so many things you want to change But it'll come from the little things you do each day remember to take one step at a time and whatever makes you happy is worthwhile mm -hmm. appreciate what you have if you've got your back do what you love and be kind it's that simple Sessions with Emma Joyce. So you also filmed a music video in London. In oh, the UK. oh yes, I know the one you're talking about. That was in my auntie's living room. <laughs> Amazing. I thought you meant on the streets. Oh, I am actually no, no, hoping no. to film a cover video um, oh, in Hyde cool. Park. Oh wow! Because I thought that would be a really nice spot. That is such a great spot. Do you have to get like licenses and stuff? Like that? Uh, I think from what from uh, the research that I've done, yeah, yeah, as yeah. long as you're not amplified, you're fine. Because yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know if they, if you can busk there or anything, but I'm yeah. sure if I'm just like kind of practicing and just doing my own little thing, just casually, and then secretly get a GoPro out. Yeah, something. yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> one of the few cameras that I have rig something up on a tripod. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. yeah. No, I uh, I try and uh, film cover videos wherever I go. Uh, I managed to do one in Mauritius when I was there, which was fun <gasps> so on cool. the beach. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. My brother helped me do that one. Do you cause... have a favorite cover? Oh, favorite cover. Uh, what, my favorite cover to play live is uh, one of Crazy, Niles Barkley with yes. Rolling in the Deep, Adele. Ooh. I love that. Yeah, it's so much energy and people really sing along to that one. So that's probably my favorite one to play live for sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and you're also jumping on that vlogs thing. You seem to be doing yeah. quite a few of them. Yeah, I do enjoy making vlogs. I think... Uh, I could probably work on tailoring my style a bit more, okay. but I really enjoy watching vlogs just I, in my spare time. It's nice to put on in the background, and yeah. I think it's a nice way to connect online and kind of learn about people's stories, and it, there's so much you can learn online as well. So if someone has something that they think they can teach you, vlogs are always fun. And I think there's a lot that goes into 
being a solo musician that people don't realize and the fact that I'm kind of doing everything myself at the moment it's kind of cool letting people into the kind of behind the scenes backstage if you will I think it's so interesting yeah it's uh it's fun and I don't know it's a good way to kind of capture those memories as well and then I can look back and you can realize how grateful you were for those times you know look back and also with the cover videos as well it's cool to look back on how much you've improved yeah because I try not to delete or make take any videos down because I want people to be able to see the progress and the improvement yeah that's really cool so um you're in London what's the plan it's a very loose plan (laughs) (laughs) and when I tell people they're like really what are you doing um but I thought London would be a great place to start because there's so many people so much going on the hustle and bustle of it all so at the moment I'm just trying to network make as many connections as I can and then I'm hoping to kind of travel around the UK get some gigs maybe go to Brighton because I've heard that the scene there is really awesome and then maybe go up north I'd love to go to Scotland a little bit um and then hopefully book gigs in advance and then that gives me you know a reason to kind of travel around and get my name out there and also continue to write and I have met a few friends that have access to studios so oh, it'd be awesome if I can, can you know release some singles every now and then yeah possible London album yeah, yeah exactly that would be super cool <laughs> I love cool. that um and have you got a favorite UK venue UK gig that you've done so far oh Hmm. Well, I haven't played any official gigs yet, Okay. but I have really enjoyed going to the city of Quebec. Ooh. They do an open mic night there. They've only done three, and I've been to every single one. Amazing. The staff there are awesome. So cool. Whereabouts is that then? Uh, near Marble Arch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, the, all the staff are really, really nice, and it's a very welcoming kind of bar. And it was the first open mic night that I went to in London. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, very, it's a very special place to me already. Ready? I mean, so, I find open mic night scary enough as it is, let alone in a country that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So. I was a bit nervous going at first, but you just got to dive right in, I think. Mm. Cool. So um, loads and loads of luck. Thank you so much. Um, and I hope that is everything you want it to be. Yeah, me too. I really appreciate you having me here today. I really appreciate you coming down. Yeah, it's been a great. Um, and if people want to go online and find out more about you, where can they go? What can they do? You can find me on pretty much... Uh, well, I hope every platform on Instagram it's at Lauren Collins Singer, and Facebook and YouTube it's Lauren Collins Music, Twitter which I don't use that much but it's Lauren C Singer. I'm gonna try and get better at the whole Twitter thing, um, <laughs> okay. and my website is laurencollinsmusic.com. Awesome! Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks so much for having me. different eyes of life It's crazy when you meet someone who can turn your world around Yesterday I met someone who didn't know what they wanted The tattoo on my arm doesn't mean I'm wise but I can see it I think
unthinkable the ways my life could go and how each choice i make can make the world a different place but yesterday when you looked at me like that i wasn't sure if i was right anymore One too many thoughts of you creeping and distract me. It's crazy how I feel so numb and the walls come down one by one and you see me. I think of all the ways my life could go and how each choice I make can make the world a different place but it's a shame that you looked at me like that cause now I want you back even more even more feeling is easy but choices they are hard even now you're stuck in my head somehow yeah my life could go whatever choice i make will change my life anyway and somehow i don't know what i really want but i guess now that's just me 